0: Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. So good to be back with you again. I'm here with my producer, Brandon. Today, hey Brandon, how you doing?
1: Doing great. I'm back to be uh, back in the hot seat. So I'm yeah, excited. Back in the hot seat. Yeah,
0: love it. Um, today's podcast, guys. Um, I sent out a questionnaire to my challenges yesterday. Everyone on the Limitless Challenge and they um they sent back some questions and the overwhelmingly the questions were kind of about uh, supplementation and aging and, and what i would recommend in terms of supplements for people who are over a certain age um, some of them uh well the majority is more to do with health than than, than to do with performance per se um, but there are um obviously there's obviously some crossover there crossover there and, and there's kind of three main supplements that I, I want to focus on. Uh, the three main supplements that I, I think, you know, have the most health benefit, give the most bang for the buck, uh, and are kind of the most neglected slash, um, you see, um, across the board, people are deficient, uh, in, in these, in these, uh, in these, um, in these vitamins and minerals. Um, and in this supplement in particular. So the three things I really want to focus on today are magnesium, uh, vitamin D, and zinc. And, you know, this is particularly relevant right now with everything that's happening with COVID because we know uh, from the data that um, immune function and people who have poor immune function uh, poor metabolic function, uh, obesity, diabetes, et cetera, et cetera. We know that these people are more vulnerable to viruses like COVID. Um, you know, and it really is our responsibility uh, in the weeks and months ahead to give ourselves a better chance at defending ourselves. And I, I've talked about this a lot before, but the combination of eating well, uh, training well, uh, staying active, um, and uh, potentially taking good supplementation, you know, maybe the difference between us coping with the virus and, and not coping with the virus. Uh, it really is that that simple. Um, of course, there are outliers. So when I say things like this, people always say, but what about so-and-so? They're very healthy and they, you know, they got sick. And it's like, well, yeah, that is true. There are outliers, but the overwhelming data uh, and the, uh, the majority of people that get very, very sick have some kind of metabolic dysfunction, um like i said the the correlation between um obesity and, and people who do not fare well with the with the with the covid virus is is you know a a huge problem the data is, uh, the data shows that you are far more likely to end up you know in the icu if you have if you are uh, obese or you know if you have um any underlying conditions to do with um uh, you know obesity or um uh, diabetes etc so like I said, uh, you know, this this stuff is is very important um, and, you know, I think there is a, there's always a temptation, you know, and I don't know kind of why it's happened but there is a temptation to rely on, you know, people telling you what to do and, you know, telling you what drugs to take and, you know, it's it's the responsibility of the hospitals and the government to make me feel better and all that kind of stuff. And quite simply, it, it's on you, it's on us as, you know, on human beings to educate ourselves, um, eat well, uh, stay healthy, um, supplement well, and, you know, take our own health into our own hands. Um, I, I, I like to think that at Farris Athletic Club, we, we are that kind of community. We do, um, you know, if, if you're in the building, you kind of already know this. Um, it's something we, we emphasize a lot and we talk about a lot. And, you know, the fact that you are here, you know, already suggests that you are willing to take your, your health into your own hands. Um, and, you know, so, so this is kind of going out to, well, it's going out to the members in terms of maybe there are a few things we can all do better. But also if anybody's listening that, you know, you know, doesn't doesn't put a lot of effort into keeping themselves healthy uh, and, and taking good care of uh, themselves from a nutritional standpoint, from a fitness uh, standpoint, etc., then, you know, this, this is stuff you, you really should listen to. Uh, does that make sense, Brennan? Perfect sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Like you said, the number one you want to go with, magnesium. I think it's about 80% yeah. of people are deficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, actually, yeah. I think between 70 and 95% of the statistics show are, are deficient in uh, in magnesium. <laughs> and I think the, the issues with, with magnesium a lot of the time is, A, some people just aren't consuming any magnesium or enough magnesium to to get the levels where they need to be. And a lot of people are are taking the wrong wrong kind of magnesium, which, you know, also uh, is an issue. So when people ask me about magnesium, you know, and and, and, and what it does, you know, magnesium is an essential mineral. Um, it helps with a bunch of different uh, different stuff. So it helps with protein synthesis. So if you come to the gym and you're trying to gain some lean muscle tissue, which, you, which we all should be trying to do, Uh, magnesium helps with protein synthesis okay it also helps with cardiovascular health so keeping a healthy heart which of course uh, we all want to do it helps with immune function we already talked about immune function we want to stay protected against disease and virus so it boosts immune function it helps with muscle relaxation uh, particularly uh, magnesium uh, glycinate which i want to talk about in a second Uh, it helps uh, with blood sugar management uh, and insulin sensitivity which of course we know, as we already said, we we want to avoid, you know, diabetes and that kind of stuff. So, obviously, huge benefits there. Um, and you know, the number one reason why a lot of people take magnesium and why I you know started taking magnesium in the first place is because it improves sleep quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're when you're thinking about taking magnesium, if you if you are someone that that doesn't sleep well or you find you have you know, twitchy muscles when you go to bed, or you find you have a very active brain when you go to bed and you can't switch off. Um, you might find, you know, you wake up multiple times in the night or you simply have trouble relaxing in the evening. You know, of course there may be other reasons why this happens, but a lot of the time the reason is you are deficient in magnesium. Um so it's it's really time to, to pay attention to that that magnesium intake and, and the quality of magnesium that you're taking. Now when you when you look for a good magnesium uh look for first first of all look for chelated magnesium now chelated just means that it's uh pre-attached to an amino acid uh, usually uh, glycine uh, which makes it more absorbable so i'll say this multiple times about multiple things but it's not what you eat it's what your body can use that really counts so it doesn't matter if you're taking stuff if your body can't absorb it we we talk about a lot of this uh, a lot of this kind of stuff with food um you know, especially with a lot of like man made food and chemical foods and things that are created these days, a lot of the time our body just simply cannot absorb it. Doesn't yeah. know what to do with it. It's alien to the the, the human body. So Often it's it's either stored as fat or it becomes toxic, or or you just shit out. It
1: takes your water too, and it dehydrates you even more. Dehydrates you, yeah. You don't even get you lose the hydration you're getting with your right with your fluids.
0: Right, exactly. It causes inflammation. All the all these all these all these different things. So we have to make sure that what we're putting into our body is 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 stuff that our body can actually absorb and use uh, effectively and efficiently. So if it's chelated. It means it's pre-attached to to this amino acid, which is usually glycine, which makes it more absorbable. So look for that uh, chelated uh, zinc. I use one by a company called Solgar. Um, they've been around since the 1950s, a super old company. Um, one on the table right there. Yeah, I got this one here. Yeah, yeah, this one's actually vitamin D3, but yeah, this okay, is yeah. this is Solgar the brand. Um and. Um, there, there are a bunch of different ones out there. If you go to a good good health food store, um, and you know look 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 for a chelated magnesium, uh, you, you'll find one. Um, you know under under a solid brand. Um, and the other thing I always uh, look for is um, uh, there. There are a few types of magnesium that that, that cause problems. Uh, one is uh, magnesium oxide. Now, you mentioned before like a supplement you were taking a, a magnesium supplement calm. natural calm now don't quote me on this because i'm not 100 percent sure but i think that is magnesium oxide and you'll know it's magnesium oxide because usually it's also a laxative so if you take too much of it you'll literally shit the bed i think and so
1: i originally got that one from dom de agostino when i was going heavy keto and he was the one advocating oh, right, right and he was the one pushing for that so it'd be interesting to know because I think that was one of the things like MCT oil. Don't take too much of it. Right. It will right. destroy your insides. Yeah. I think this one as well. Yeah. Does that. So, yeah,
0: I, I remember cause I, I remember back in the day um, when I first started taking that particular product, um, somebody told me, Oh, you should take magnesium. So I was like, Oh, I'll take some magnesium. So I had this magnesium uh, supplement and you know, i i took some of it and i felt i slept well i was like great maybe if i take even more of it i'll sleep even better uh, and uh, i kind of doubled down on it and then of course uh <laughs> things got things got uncomfortable and my my stomach kind of exploded I, so
1: i did the same thing with mc2 i'm gonna go really into keto and yeah i, I couldn't get out of bed for six hours so right yeah. yeah it's it don't gets ugly it.
0: it gets ugly so please don't yeah that, <laughs> my, my my favorite uh, uh my favorite ma- ma- uh, magnesium is magnesium glycinate so if you look for a, a product that's A, chelated, and B, that contains magnesium glycinate, um, I find in terms of like relaxing my muscles, relaxing my mind, and getting a good night's sleep, magnesium glycinate um, is the one that kind of helps me uh, the most. Um, and in terms of like when you should take it, you can you can also take it, you know, after, after a hard workout, because like I said, you know, after a hard workout, sometimes you, you want to relax a bit, you want to... Activate that parasympathetic nervous system. You want to kind of chill. Um, so then it can be good. And, and right before bed, um, I take it. Um, the other one to watch out for is uh, magnesium citrate. Uh, that's also a <laughs> laxative. It can uh, irritate the digestive tract. And, um, yeah, very similar to magnesium oxide, it can leave you, uh, <laughs> it can cause, uh, yeah, it can cause some, some issues, which, are... You know, unattractive if you're in a relationship, but also just uncomfortable if you are yeah. <laughs> on your own. So, like I said, guys, most people uh, are deficient in magnesium. Um, you probably are if you're not supplementing uh, in some fashion. Um, so, go out to the store or look online. Find a um, a good chelated magnesium uh, and look for magnesium glycinate. Um and, you know, give it a try and, and see if it helps you uh, relax and sleep and, and improve that that kind of quality.
1: Um, no, I thought it was really interesting about the amino acid because I know, like you said, attaching it to something. So because the biggest problem for people is absorbing it. Sure. And I know we have a massive issue with just even our fruits and vegetables having all the nutrients that they're supposed to have into it because of our soil being so deficient these days and the right. nutrients and resources. So, yeah. I mean if there isn't like a big call for you to take supplements I mean that is it you're not like you said where besides avocados are you getting magnesium from
0: Yeah exactly and and also like I think people always cuz people will always talk about oh I eat this cuz it's got this in it without thinking okay but can your body truly absorb that um and, and often the answer is no so you know it like I said when you when you look at the ingredients of stuff it's not just about what's in The product just not not just what that thing is it's like the question is can your body absorb it Um, and of course you'll see a lot of arguments about this in the kind of vegan vegetarian slash versus people who eat meat argument and they'll go back and forth about like what's in things and what's good for us and what's not good for us and what our body can actually absorb and, and not absorb so you know you know, do your own research and, and find out, you know, what you, what you think, what you believe to be true and, and, uh, you know, adjust accordingly. And it's important, actually, I should have said this at the beginning, but, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, a scientist. So anything that I say, you know, use this information as you will. Uh, feel free to do your own research, ask your doctor, all that kind of stuff. Um, but this is stuff that I've, I've found useful uh, information that I've found useful over the years. Things that I have tried over the years that that really helped me and have helped my clients, and I think you you guys will benefit from. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is vitamin D. Now, vitamin D, um, you know, it's, it's had a lot of press recently, a, a lot of good press, um, simply because um, of its effectiveness at uh, improving people's chances against the coronavirus. I think I read, I think the UK have been like handing out vitamin D to try and boost people's, uh, levels. Really? Yeah. I read that. That's I, great. I, I think that, I think that happened or it was meant to happen. Um, but there are a ton of reasons why A, you should be taking vitamin D B, why people are deficient in vitamin D, um, uh, and C, um, you know how much vitamin d you should be taking if you are low and you know how do you kind of like get this tested so let's kind of dive into this um i have a a bunch of a bunch of notes on this cuz nice. it's it's a there's a lot of information on vitamin d um so i want to be thorough with this one so a few things here if you are low in vitamin d um you will more likely statistically speaking you'll be more likely to be overweight have less muscle mass have a higher risk of uh, a long list of, of you know, varying uh, diseases. Um, and this deficiency is is widespread, especially in, in countries where exposure to sunlight is low. We get vitamin D, obviously, uh, from direct sunlight. So if we don't get a lot of direct sunlight, uh, for example, at least, you know, say 20 minutes a day of direct sunlight between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., um, then we are likely to be deficient in vitamin D. Now, people say to me all the time, well, you live in LA, like you live in California, you must get a ton of vitamin D. Well, the problem is a lot of us may live here, but how many of us can truly say that we stand in the sun for 20 minutes and get direct sunlight on our skin? And that means I'm basically naked. Like I'm not like in jeans, a top, a hat and sunglasses. You're you're not absorbing That vitamin D in that situation, you know, you need direct sunlight on your skin uh, for 20 minutes between the hours of 10 and 2 to truly absorb vitamin D. So, I think a lot of people think, "Oh, well, I live in California, I must be fine." Uh, That is not necessarily the case. Um, Most simply do not get um, do not get that kind of exposure, and, and thus are. Deficient, Um, like sunscreen will uh, obviously block the absorption uh, of vitamin D. And the darker your skin color is, um, the more um, the more uh, impeded that uh, absorption of vitamin D uh, will be. So that's also something to to take note of. Um, There was a a survey in uh, 2010, uh, so 10 years ago now, uh, and so the situation has not gotten better. It's probably gotten worse. Um, but uh, the study uh, showed that 70% uh, of um, uh, fair-skinned people uh, were deficient in vitamin D, and 95% 95% of darker-skinned uh, people were deficient in, uh, deficient in vitamin D. So that's a huge, huge number. Um, for you know, for the reasons I just stated, that you know, the darker your skin is, the harder it is to to, to absorb. So the deficiency goes up, um, and You know, like I said, there's a ton of reasons why you should take uh, vitamin D, and there have been a lot of studies into this. Um, Lower levels of vitamin D have been associated with increased body fat percentage. We talk a lot about uh, body fat percentage in the gym, and I think a lot of us sometimes think of it purely from an aesthetic perspective of I want to be lean, I want to be able to see my abs, I want to, you know, see my muscles, all that kind of stuff. But you know, at a certain point, it really is a health issue. Uh, and not an aesthetic issue. Um, also increases in uh, directly in, in belly fat, so I mean, fat that covers our, our organs. Um, it's also been uh, associated with, uh, you know, greater fat and mass in all ages, all races, and both genders. So this isn't, like, specifically targeting anybody in particular. It, it, it affects everybody, you know, in these multiple areas, Um it can lead to um, you know it can lead to this fat storage which, which of course decreases as, as we've already talked about which decreases metabolic health you know it causes inflammation in the body um, it also decreases uh, pancreatic cell function uh, and affects insulin sensitivity you know we already mentioned insulin sensitivity and the problems that are associated with that and, and diabetes um so if we summarize that by saying uh deficiencies in vitamin d um further your risk of gaining fat and of diabetes then we already have a huge reason mm-hmm. to make sure that our vitamin d levels are you know where they need to be um if we do uh, get the required amount of vitamin d that we need um we can expect to see increases in muscle and strength um and who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want increases in strength and who doesn't want increases in muscle? People may say that they don't want increases in muscle, but trust me, they do because they want. They want, as we we spoke about this on a, on a previous podcast, the goal is always to eat as many calories as possible without gaining fat and without losing muscle. Now, the more muscle you have, the more calories you can eat, uh, the more nutrients you can get in your body when you think about good quality food you think about nutrients how many nutrients going to get in my body well the more lean mass you have the more muscle mass you have the greater nutrients your body can take in and absorb without gaining fat so it's in our interest to increase lean muscle mass Um, and we can then also associate those increases with uh, strength and muscle with uh, a reduction in, in the risk of injury you know obviously the more we can um the stronger we are the more we can support our skeletal system the more we can support our joints um the less the less we 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 the less we need to worry about injury um which is very important for a lot of us that, that train regularly we you know Training becomes a big part of our day, a big part of our life, a big part of our, you know, our need. Like we, we need to train for mental health, for for, for physical health, etc. And injuries are always a setback. So if we want to avoid injury, if we want to avoid time out, then taking in, you know, bit, the required amount of vitamin D and getting our levels up is of course in our interests. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, a, a huge reason to take it. Um, of course, you know, in general terms, it, it enhances the immune system. You know, we talked about this in relationship to COVID. Um, we we want to be able to defend ourselves against viruses and, and bacteria and, and and disease, and just the simple fact that vitamin D boosts our immune system is is a huge reason uh, to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, i I think you know when when we think about I always like to go back to the, the the concept of of getting nutrients in the body that help defend against you know all these kind of elements that we associate with with modern society, um, and just the fact that the, the vitamin D, like I said, boosts uh, the immune system, takes takes up our chances of defending against. Um, defending against disease, um, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. Like As soon yeah. as you say it to people, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense to me. Well, these um, systems
1: need to work, and they need to be activated. You need to provide them the nutrients, the tools, right. so they can do their job. And unless you do that with food, which is hard to do now these days, you need some extra stuff, right? And you got to go to the doctor and get a blood test to yes. know what you're missing.
0: What you're missing, exactly. And, and on the, um, I, I mentioned before about injuries and so forth. They did a, bunch, a study, a bunch of studies in, in football players associated with vitamin D, and the studies proved that you know the lower vitamin D um, levels were associated with increased injury. So mm-hmm. it's not just a theory; it's it's been proven by by studies. Um, and also, um, we can. Uh, we've they've also done studies that associated uh, uh vitamin D with increased uh muscular power uh, due to the increase in the strength and size of type 2 muscle fibers so if you are interested in performance um and athletics and and, and strength and power that kind of stuff then you know type 2 muscle fibers that that kind of fast twitch muscle fibers that, that that makes us explosive like when you think about jumping and throwing and you know, explosive sprints, that kind of stuff. I don't want to lose that stuff. You, know, you don't want to lose that stuff, yeah. then then keep that vitamin D up.
1: Want to get some more vitamin D?
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah, um Another good reason to take it. Lower levels of vitamin D have been associated with uh, low testosterone uh, and infertility. Um, a lot of guys, you know, especially my age, um, you know, once you get over over the age of kind of forty, you know, we know that testosterone levels are going to start to drop. Um, and you know, it, it becomes like a battle of like, how do I keep my T levels up? How do I keep them up as high as I can? You know, a lot of people will kind of seek out, uh, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy without first paying attention to the basics of, you know, vitamin D, zinc, magnesium, all, the, all these other things that can help, uh, boost the testosterone levels. So, you know, before you reach for, you know, the kind of like the hardcore drug kind of situation, you know. Check out your vitamin D levels. Make sure you know where they're at because it can help boost your testosterone levels.
1: Yeah, you got to be careful with that. You're messing with your hormonal system. Like yeah, you in, do. Yeah. In a synthetic way. Like It's not terrible, but you have to make sure you're balancing yeah. that and stuff out. Yeah. Tracking heavily. Exactly. Please be careful.
0: Exactly. Um, and obviously, you know, if we can keep those testosterone levels up, the more we are likely to experience a, a lean body mass, a reduction in body fat. Um, and just better better overall general health. You know, obviously hormones are very, very important. Testosterone is very, very important. Um, so keeping those levels as optimal as possible um, is, is obviously key. And also in women, obviously vitamin D is very important for uh, reproduction and hormonal balance uh, and body composition. Um, they also did a study in into pregnant women uh, who took 4,000 IUs of uh, vitamin D uh, a day for a month uh, in the the 12- to 16-week uh, period of, of pregnancy. And they all come out with healthier babies uh, with lower rates of uh, preterm labor. What's the preterm labor? What's so the- uh, if you have a premature...
1: Okay. Baby. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That,
0: that went down. So... Um, you know, obviously, huge benefits here for for, for women as well. Uh, it's not just guys and testosterone; it's it's female hormonal health. Uh, so for both men and women, um, you know, vitamin D becomes you know hugely important for all these for absolutely, all these
1: especially the autism levels, like just percentages of people with that. I mean, make yeah. sure your hormonal systems, as your wife pregnant even you before you're going to be consummating this baby i mean like yeah
0: right yeah we want we want to give our kids the the best chance yeah. possible so you know i mean, anything we can do to optimize the you know their you know their their chances their childhood their, their their energy levels their brain function, all that kind of stuff we should be doing um so just to kind of summarize uh summarize uh vitamin d uh um you know if we can optimize our vitamin D levels, uh, we are going to improve body composition, uh, get better results from training, and maintain better overall health. So, three very good reasons there to be to be supplementing with vitamin D. Like I said, you know, seventy-five to ninety-five percent of people are deficient in vitamin D, um, especially if you are in a climate that is uh, has limited sunshine or limited daylight. Or if you quite simply do not get out in the sun that much, uh, chances are you are going to be deficient in vitamin D. So it's in your interests uh, to to seriously think about supplementing with vitamin D. Uh, I do it every day. I take a thousand that I use every day, uh, and I take D3. There are two types of vitamin D that you'll find: mm-hmm. um, D3 and D2. D3 comes from animal sources. D2 uh, is cheaper and it comes from plant sources. Uh, but it's it's less effective. So uh, when you're looking online or you're shopping in the supermarket or in a health food store for vitamin D, you want to seek out vitamin D3. So the next big one is uh, zinc, um, and zinc's another uh, huge mineral uh, that the body uh, that is essential for the body. Um, and you know this is another uh, a supplement that that kind of improves all aspects of of human health. Um, again, I would recommend taking a chelated zinc uh, for better absorption for the same reasons we, we talked about before uh, with magnesium. Um, zinc is, is found in basically every single tissue in the body. Um, it's a powerful uh, antioxidant. Uh, it can help prevent uh, cancer. Um, and it can help maintain uh, healthy hormone levels. So again, you see a lot of the kind of similar things coming around with these supplements. Um, the combination of which, of course, increases the, the chances of all these positive things. Um, again, lower levels of, of zinc can cause uh, infertility and low libido. Um, lower levels uh, exacerbate the effects of stress uh, in the body and it can also accelerate aging. You know, I think in California, in LA, everyone's always, always looking for that anti-aging product, that anti-aging magic pill. Mm-hmm. Um, and often, you know, the answer is in the simple things. The 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 foods that have been available to us, the vitamins and minerals that have been a, available to us for, for for ages and ages and ages um, since the dawn of time, but have become kind of neglected over the years due to you know the the lowering quality of soil, uh, the lowering the lowering quality of of, of food, uh, and the, the the nutrient value that's now in food is not what it once was um so you know we we really start need to paying attention to these things um it's zinc uh, is necessary for optimal physical performance uh for energy and body composition Uh, you know we talked about a few of these things before comes back around with zinc um it also affects protein synthesis which we've already mentioned before and uh the proper function of red and white blood cells um Zinc is found in a lot of meat and some seafood. Uh, it's also fi- uh, found very heavily in oysters. Oysters, you know, everyone knows it's a big uh, aphrodisiac, mm-hmm. uh, probably because of its its, its large zinc content. Uh, and also some dairy. Uh a lot of people will say, "Oh, you can also get zinc from plants." That is true, but the problem is with plants is zinc is bound to the phytates uh, in the plant uh, in the plants, which makes it uh, inaccessible. Um, so our body can't absorb it um, from plants. Um, so if you are vegetarian or you are, are, are vegan, absolutely no judgment here. But you know, supplementing with zinc um, may be well worth your while, um, and you might find you are you know deficient in it. Um, also if you are on uh, birth control or on any kind of hormone pl- replacement um, you are also at, at greater risk of uh, deficiency so again um, well worth looking into um, supplementing with, with zinc have your zinc levels tested have a blood test see if your zinc levels are, are low and then um, you know supplement accordingly um, signs that you are you know, deficient in magnesium would be a, an altered sense of taste um, you kind of crave saltier and, uh, and sweeter foods uh, because you, you're just not simply not getting not really tasting food as much so you kind of like you add you know, a lot of salt or you, you you crave that kind of junk type of food because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you can you can taste it more um, you can also experience obviously low energy uh, chronic fatigue poor immunity. Poor memory, which is hu- a huge one, inability to focus. Um, you can also experience, you know, slow wound healing if you have a cut and it doesn't heal very quickly, um, and nerve dysfunction. And uh, even um, I read a ringing in the ears can also be a uh, an associated uh, side effect of low uh, low zinc. So, again, multiple reasons uh, why you should be taking or why you should make sure that your zinc levels are where they're at. And if you you know if you if you need to to find it out, the only way to really know is to have a blood test and you know have mm-hmm. your have your results analyzed. Um, but chances are I think most people are probably deficient to some degree in zinc. Um, so again to kind of like you know summarize overall why you should be taking zinc, um you know, th- there are multiple reasons, but to improve you know athletic performance um, we talked about like hormones, uh, improving testosterone, improving, uh, growth hormone levels, improving IGF one, um, it, it, you know, the hormonal balance in both men and in women, um, reproductive health, uh, fertility, uh, you know, zinc will help with all of this. Uh, again, as we mentioned before, helps prevent cancer, uh, helps boost the uh, immune function, it improves cardiovascular health because it reduces inflammation, and, uh, mm-hmm particularly helpful obviously uh, as we age as we get older and the, the risk the risk of um, you know our heart health declining as we get older um, so if you are and like I said a lot of the questions for me were about like over the age of 40 what should I be taking like zinc is definitely going to be one of those because we want you know healthy hearts as we get older inflammation is one of the, the the big problems of our age inflammation of all kinds um so you know again jump on that zinc let's help reduce that inflammation. Um, It helps us become uh, more sensitive to insulin. So again, if we're more sensitive to insulin, if we increase our insulin sensitivity, we are more likely to avoid diabetes. So again, we know statistically that the problem with diabetes in this day and age is is huge. Um, So again, zinc is something that should be paid attention to. Um, It's a strong antioxidant, which helps us uh, target free radicals, obviously um it helps prevent uh, alzheimer's and increase brain health overall brain health it helps um, detoxify the brain of heavy metals which can um which can of course lead to alzheimer's and other other brain problems and um you know promotes that kind of overall uh general cellular homeostasis in the brain um i think um you know, cognition um, and and brain function, uh, and you know, n- uh, the the, the um, prevalence of neurotropics in in modern culture um, is something that you know you've seen come around a lot because people people talk talk a lot these days about brain fog and not thinking clearly and not being able to really focus on things. Of course, in in kids, we see a lot of ADD situations. Um, and just the fact that, um, zinc helps maintain brain, uh, maintain brain cognition uh, and neurotransmitter function. Again, it's a hu- it's a huge reason to take it. Um, we want to obviously with the, the abundance of like information and, and everything around like in modern society there are so many distractions so many things around us it's very easy to just like for our brains to be all over the place mm-hmm. so the more we can <laughs> kind of like stay focused and, and think clearly and have clarity i think the more the happier we are and the more productive we are so again zinc uh, will help with that so well worth uh, you know taking it for those reasons um and of course, we mentioned sli- uh, we mentioned the sleep thing, uh, and zinc is necessary for the metabolism of melatonin, which obviously is the the, the mm. key hormone in in, uh, in healthy sleep. So, if we do not have enough zinc in our system, we will not produce the melatonin that is required for a for healthy sleeping patterns. Um, so, again, get that magnesium glycinate, uh, <laughs> make sure it's chelated, and uh, you should uh, improve your sleep quality um we talked a little bit about drive and focus already but um zinc helps regulate dopamine uh which obviously helps with drive and focus and another huge one for me um in modern society we've seen a huge increase in in depression and you know problems with mood problems with mood swings that kind of stuff and um you know, the, the fact that zinc helps with this dopamine production and, um, you know, increases the density of uh, serotonin receptors in the brain, um, all of this, you know, helps with that overall, you know, fighting fighting depression, fighting bad moods, fighting slumps in energy, uh, you know, that kind of like don't feel like it today kind of attitude um, and kind of checking out kind mm-hmm. of attitude. I think... Um, the, the temptation always is to is to as we mentioned before is to jump on the kind of like the drug train and, and think about well what medication do I need to you know deal with this problem uh, when a lot uh, first of all a lot of attention needs to be played as okay what what can we do naturally um, yeah. what what can we what can we be. You know what can we be eating that helps us feel uh, makes us feel better? How can we be exercising that makes us feel better? What can we be supplementing with naturally that makes us feel better? Before we jump on the okay, what prescription do I need to to kill this thing?
1: Absolutely, I think uh, what I tell people, and just myself, I tell myself like, even dopamine, getting a natural dopamine hit, it's gonna take. It's harder to do. You got to go work out. You got to push push yourself yeah. and bust your ass in order to get that those receptors there's fire and have those great feelings you weren't just like oh easy but it's just not good for you long term and but they're around us all the time like you said so yeah even being fulfilled we have to work real hard to to have those good solid feelings coming out getting shot out of our head so yeah yeah it's worth it
0: (laughs) um so to kind of like uh uh, kind of summarize where we are right now we've talked about uh magnesium Mm -hmm. we talked about uh, magnesium glycinate we talked about chelated magnesium that contains magnesium glycinate uh, that would be my my number one go-to for magnesium um, we talked about um, obviously vitamin d and, and taking vitamin d3 to get our vitamin d levels up to where they need to be um, we talked about zinc uh getting a good chelated zinc um, i take 25 uh 25 milligrams a day of uh, zinc chelate um and then I also take uh, a, a multivit. People ask me about multivit. Should I take a multivit? You know, you'll find like a multitude of discussion about this of like, if you eat a good diet, why do you need to take a multivit and all that kind of stuff? Yes, if you eat a, a, a good healthy diet uh, that's broad in range and so forth, then you should, in theory, have a lot of what you need. But, you know, for me, I'd rather cover my bases and, you know, if you find a good multivit that has a very, very broad spectrum of, of vitamins, minerals, even, um, even, even nootropics, uh, uh, adaptogens, uh, mushrooms, that kind of stuff, um, you know, I find it to be, I feel better. Uh, I, I don't know whether, the, you know, there's a placebo effect there, effect in there. Maybe I don't care. Like it makes me feel good. Um, I take, uh, I take a multivit that does have, um, it does have a broad range of vitamins and minerals, but it uh, has a ton of herbs. Uh, has uh, um, adaptogen mushrooms in there for for my you know brain function and uh, neurotropic um uh, nor- a neurotropic uh, ingredients. Um, uh, helps with my you know my overall health and mental clarity, and um, you know, I, I think it's 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 well worth taking a multi-fit, like I said, just to just to keep your bases covered and to to, to not be worried so much about um, did I get enough of this? Did I get enough of that? Um, but I will stress, um, you just because you're taking a multivit doesn't mean you shouldn't take additional. Zinc, vitamin D three, uh, and magnesium because the levels in the multivit will not be high enough to get your to get those supplements up uh, to get those uh, vitamins up minerals up to where they need to be. So, yes, take your multivit, but also take a vit D three, take a take a chelated magnesium, take a chelated uh zinc. um I find that works best for me. Uh, I think it will work uh, best for you guys. um My one comes from a company called HD Muscle. Um, Again, uh, Saga has a great multivit, and and any good, um, you know, health food store. When you go in, you you look at the you look at the label on the back. Again, make sure the the ingredients is broad, uh, broad and inclusive, and um, and uh, yeah, just make sure it's a, it's, a, it's a quality uh, supplement from a good source. Um, and then a couple of other kind of things that people were asking me about. Um, you know, whey uh, versus co- uh, whey versus casein. Um, firstly, I think it's important to say that there is no greater source of protein than from real food. Um, you know, <laughs> quality, quality, uh, quality meats, quality fish, uh, quality dairy to some degree. Um, you know, you just you just can't beat the nutrient value of real food. Um, at a certain point. I do find whey to be very useful in the day, uh, simply because, uh, particularly if you're on the go and you just simply do not have the time uh, to uh, seek out or cook uh, a meat-based meal or a protein-based meal, then uh, whey can be very useful. Um, If you're if you are heavier, uh, if you are you know, I'm I'm basically just over two hundred pounds. Um, I'm trying to um, get in, you know, over 200 grams of protein a day. It's hard to get that uh, yes. from, you know, meat and fish alone. So I do supplement with whey to get my levels up. It's not a magic supplement. It doesn't immediately make you, you know, automatically more muscular or more <laughs> healthy. But it can help get your protein levels up to where they need to be. The difference between whey and casein. Way uh, whey in general you will take during the day, casein uh, in general you will take in the evening and the reason to take casein is it is because it is a slow digesting protein that kind of sustains you through the night. So if you think about during the day, you're kind of getting consistent protein sources from your meals and from your whey in the evening. Obviously, you're not going to wake up in the middle of the night or most of you aren't uh, and uh, eat food um casein is something that will (laughs) digest slowly and kind of sustain you uh as you sleep so again a good way to to pump up or bump up that uh that protein uh consumption and um sustain you through the evening so would i recommend whey and would i recommend casein yes if your levels of protein intake are not where they need to be it's a quick convenient way to get them up again um when you're taking whey or when you're taking casein, always read the label. Um, look at what other shit is in there. Absolutely,
1: um, sugar additives are yeah. heavy sometimes. Yeah,
0: so try and find as pure of a whey as you possibly can, as pure of a casein as you possibly can. Try and avoid avoid long lists of ingredients that you don't. It, in general, if you don't know what they are, <laughs> they're not good for you. No. Nah. Um, and obviously, supplement companies often, you know, pump this stuff full of other stuff to make it taste better to get people like addicted to the taste or you know just because it tastes great doesn't mean it's Mm -hmm. good in fact obviously often it is the reverse so look out for those hidden sugars look out for those um hidden chemicals and in general the more stuff that's in it um when it comes to wine casein the less good it is so watch out for that 48 years old um, should they be strength training, should they be doing cardio and then another question about the 70 year old, should they be like I don't care how old you are, right through your lifetime whether you're 16 or whether you're 57 every sh- everybody should be strength training and everybody, be, everybody should be working on the cardiovascular health um, it's not something we stop doing as much as we can, we should be you know, staying active and, and focusing on maintaining lean muscle tissue, uh, maintaining, uh, the strength of our bones, uh, maintaining healthy joints. Um, that's not to say you're not going to be lifting the same amount of weight or whatever, when you're 80 as you were, when you were 30. Mm -hmm. Um, but we should be trying to, to maintain strength for as long as we, we possibly can. The sooner we stop, the worse we're going to get. Um, so for me, um, A 40-year-old should absolutely be strength training and should absolutely be doing some form of cardiovascular uh, activity simply because you want to maintain a healthy heart. You want to keep those mitochondria active. Uh, You want to keep your muscles engaged. You want to keep your motor units firing. You want to keep your uh, ligaments and tendons both uh, active and supple and, and strong. And, you know, the, the benefits of strength training have been, have been shown time and time and time and t- time again to, uh, you know, improve longevity, um, decrease, you know, decrease injury, uh, decrease, uh, you know, um, the structure of our bodies kind of falling apart, um, a loss of function, a loss of uh, range of motion, uh, a loss of movement ability. You know all all that stuff, like we always talk about trying to maintain a healthy metabolism for as long as possible, as I mentioned before, the more lean muscle tissue you have on your body, the better your metabolism metabolism is likely to be. How do you maintain a good metabolism? Keep that muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. If you stop strength training, you're gonna lose some muscle tissue. Um, so keep strength training throughout your lifetime um and you know, like I said, keep your cardiovascular health going you should be walking you should be hiking you should be you know cycling you should be swimming you should be doing whatever you can to um you know keep that heart rate somewhat elevated and uh, keep that heart you know pumping keep that heart pumping the blood keep that heart pumping the good nutrients fresh nutrients around the body and uh, keep yourself feeling uh vibrant and healthy um, so my answer to your question is yes, 48 year olds should absolutely be strength training, 75 year olds, you know, when it comes to like training in the elderly, um, uh, you're seeing it more and more now, uh, people, you know, strength training and lifting weights into their, into their seventies, eighties and nineties. I, I I saw the other day on, um, social media of some sort, uh, some 90, year old guy deadlifting, um, a good amount of weight. Um. And it was a great it example. It was outside. I think I saw that video. Yeah, it was outdoors in the video. It was. Yeah,
1: it was a woman. It was like a German woman yeah, or something. Yeah, and she was doing like gymnastics too or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was
0: great. It's, um, it's needed. So that isn't to say everybody, you know, can be doing that kind of stuff. But they, you know, even if it's just body weight strength, strength, strength training doesn't necessarily mean lifting weights. Strength training can still be body weight stuff. It can still be like squatting down onto a chair and then standing up. It can be like stepping up onto a low box. It can be. You know, doing variations of pushing, push-up type variations. You know, whatever it is, we are simply trying to um, challenge our muscles, uh, challenge our bodies uh, to uh, adapt to new stresses uh, and give them a reason. We have to give our bodies a reason to hold on to that muscle tissue. If we don't give them a reason to, it will think, oh, I don't need to hold on to this muscle, I'll just get rid of it. Um, our bodies are always looking to do that, so we have to fight. Uh, we have to fight that, you know, that disintegration. We have to fight that loss um, with with activity. That's that's our job. Um, fight fight aging and fight decline with activity um, and good nutrients. Um, again, we are living in a time when people are always looking for a quick fix uh, and, a, and a drug or, a, or an injection or something that's going to make us look or feel younger. Um, and a lot of the time if sim- if people simply trained smarter uh, and ate better and slept better um, then you know a lot of these things uh, would improve without you know any need for artificial you know things going into our bodies um, you know and you know gen- generally like sometimes you know I'm 43 right now um, sometimes I'll you know, I'll go home and I'll see other 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 men my age, and I just think to myself, "What the fuck have you done to yourself? Like, you look like a fucking sixty-year-old." Like, people just let themselves. When people say "let themselves go," it's just a lack of self-care. It's it's a lack of attention to, you know, like I said, nu- nutrients. A lot of a lack of attention to uh, exercise. A lack of attention to to sleeping. Um, a lack of attention to stress management. You know, all of these things. And all these things like chip away at us over time and it just like, you know, it increases the aging process um, and, you know, it just makes us generally feel like shit. <laughs> so I'm always like, I don't know, you know, I've always been involved in, in kind of health and fitness so it, it, it has always kind of come somewhat naturally to me but um, it's 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 kind of, it's very difficult to, to see and to watch and to listen to people who who um, you know I think I, I don't want to say like have been lied to but I think in turn a lot of the time like media and news will often focus on you know on on uh, drugs or reasons why you're sick and it, it's like it's not your fault it's because of this and it's because of that and it takes away any kind of like personal responsibility about you know your physical situation and i I think we really need to get back to people being you know very responsible for their own for their own health like no one told you to drink a full fat coke and no one told you to eat a bucket of ice cream like it, it, it is a personal responsibility thing and it can't the excuse can't be well nobody told me no you shouldn't eat it or you know nobody nobody told me that um this was going to be bad for me like it's on us to educate ourselves and uh and know uh, what's good for us and what isn't um and i really hope in the next few years the media and the news and the yeah the government to some extent like starts to emphasize you know health over health over drugs and and natural natural remedies um natural exercise and, and that kind of thing um And then I had another good question uh, about internal mantra. Uh, Someone asked me internal mantra to keep going. Um, What have you found inspires your clients to keep going uh, when when things kind of get hard? Good question. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good question. And for me, I say this a lot and I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I think a lot of the time it's all about the story that you tell yourself about yourself. And the thing that I always say is, I am the person that or I am not the person that. And for me, it's the the thing. Whenever I feel like quitting, I ask myself the question, am I the person that quits or am I the person that finishes? Um, Am I the person that finishes a run 100 meters before the end or am I the person that that gets across the finishing line? Um, And I think a lot of the time, it's like you, you kind of say, this is the person that I want to be and that's the... That's that's the story I'm going to tell myself. I'm going to tell myself the story that I am that person until I become that person, um, and that can take time. It can take a lot of work. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. And I see, you know, I see people a lot in the gym that go through this evolution. They they kind of start out with like, well, I'm the person that can only lift this so I'll only lift that for the next kind of six months. And then after a while, it kind of sets in or maybe it's a conversation or maybe it's a natural progression of, well, maybe I'm not the person that does that anymore. Maybe I'm now the person that does this and the weight goes up. Or maybe it's on the rower and it's like, well, I'm a person that rows 500 meters in this time. And then over the course of six months, it then becomes, well, actually, I'm the person that rose that distance in this time. So, you know, I think either via good coaching or via experience, um, people start to change how they view themselves. Uh, and they start to tell themselves a different story. Um, so, you know, have that internal voice that tells yourself the story, you know, I am the person that does this, that does a positive thing, that finishes the workout, that eats better, that makes better decisions, that treats other people better. Um, you know, you know, all of these things are, are connected. Um, I think negative self-talk can be one of the most damaging things uh, in 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 life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, especially in the gym, you know, that kind of like, I can't do this. I think I'm going to give up. I don't need to do this. Well, so-and-so is much fitter than me, so I can't expect to keep up with her. Or, well, I ate well yesterday, so I'm not going to eat that well today kind of stuff. All the, All these different, like, things that come into our brain, we have to kind of, like, break that habit break that mold and start thinking okay what kind of person do i want to be what are my values how do i how do i want to see myself um how do i want to set an example how do i want to be an inspiration to others um how do i want to be viewed um what do i want my legacy to be how do i want my children to view me how do i want my spouse to view me you know, all of these things, how do I want my parents to think of me? Like, all of these things come into my head. And um, I think, you know, I don't want to, I don't see it as a weight. I see it as a source of energy. I see it as a source of a reason to do better. Um, so I think if we can get ourselves in that mindset, and give ourselves a reason to be better and to do better, then that can help with that that internal mantra, that uh, internal dialogue um yeah
1: beautifully said man yeah
0: i think that i think that kind of wraps up um so that was just a few questions that were kind of thrown out to me i hope that was helpful for you guys um a few supplement things in there a few a few general things in there and um yeah like i said if you're on the challenge um this stuff's super helpful but this stuff is is very very helpful for 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 life in general for training in general for immune systems in general for our metabolic health in general you know this this isn't stuff that's uh, specifically for any kind of like short period of time this is stuff that we should be thinking about all the time amen all right guys and right. um, thanks for listening in um i'll see you guys next time um if you're on the challenge keep going you guys are doing great um if you guys want to come check us out we are at our 1316 glendale boulevard in echo park we are Barros athletic club um you can find us on instagram at Barrows uh, echo park and um yeah we look forward to connecting with you guys uh real soon until then take care be safe and see you next time